We are going to talk boot camp, police academy, basic training, basic training, and whatever you seamen did. Wow. <laughs> the Civil Air Patrol's are tra- tra- is he talking smack? The oh Civil Air Patrol just shot Paul, a, shot a, Paul are you going to introduce us again, or are we going to assume everybody listens to the last <laughs> show? We're going to assume everybody, like 10,000 so. people listen. Let's hope so. So in, in our midst, obviously, Paul and Chris are here for the PC podcast. Woo! Woo! Um, but we have veterans here, uh, one from the Army, Ray Favada, cool. one from the Navy, Chris Cubero, cool. and one from the Air Force, Chuck Slavin. Uh, Welcome, guys. Thank you. Admiral, Captain, and Seaman. <laughs> Seaman. Shut up, Ray. Did he just put me in the Navy? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Nobody wants Oh, to. I called you Admiral. So yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you? What's Colonel. Air Force? Colonel. Colonel. Yeah. Colonel. <laughs> I thought Arbo was pretty high too. I was going to call him an admiral's a general. Yeah, same, yeah, same thing. Um, <laughs> so we thought it would be fun to like share some some lighthearted, funny boot camp stories or whatever. And so let's start with our guests. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, one one go, of the bald I'll guys can go. First. I'll take this one. <laughs> Uh, unless the Civil Air Patrol would like to no. pipe up first. I no. only have one story from the Civil Air Patrol. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think anyone it. wants to no. hear that. Well, what was his name? Ex- <laughs> Not funny. Not funny. All right. So um, first, to get into uh, basic training, you have to go to MEPS. Yeah. And uh, MEPS is the Military Entrance Processing Center. Uh, it's kind of a first stage. You get fingered up the butt. You get your eyeballs I checked remember out. That. I think that was a special thing for you. Yeah, I guess it must have just been for everybody in the He, went, he went to the day. Navy maps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, we're going to relive some old times when we're done with this. I got the KY jelly. I went to the one off of Waters Avenue. I, I don't know. There was one here in Tampa. Yes, I went to the St. Pete one also. Yeah, yeah, Waters I went Avenue. to the St. Pete one. Yeah. Actually, uh, my mom had to pick my man. drunk, puke-covered ass up off the floor and throw me in the van and drive me down to MEPS that morning. I was hungover as all get out. I was told that's the way to go, really? and I highly believe that was the way to go. But this is the first day you're going in. You're flying first out. First day I'm oh, going you're flying in. out. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. I thought it was just for the exam and everything. No, nope, they dropped right. me off at uh, St. Pete. We had all the uh, inspections, and then they took me back to TIA, and I'm waiting for a flight to Lackland Air Force Base, Texas. And again, I was hungover. I decided to keep my hair long until the very last moment, let the guys shave it off. So I showed up with shoulder-length brown rocker hair. Not the way to go. <laughs> um, they immediately ID'd me. I, was, it, I mean, we're all lining up off the bus as soon as we get there. It's the middle of the night, about 11.30. And they immediately picked me out for the long hair. And I've got this brim of this hat just hammering me right. <laughs> when they were right used to my eyebrows for like five minutes. They yell at you? Oh, oh yeah, spitting on yelling you. is the easy part. It's the hat slamming me in the forehead each time it gets Drill you. Drill sergeant's hat. Oh, no, this is a brim. different day. There's a lot of hands-on. They're throwing people around. Yeah. They're kicking your bag right into you. <laughs> they're picking it up and throwing it at the back of your head because you forgot to pick it up because they were yelling at you when they said pick everything. Mm-hmm. No, they are freaking you out hard, Paul. They are shaking you down 
and well, this is not a fun podcast for but me. That's why you call it mindfuck. That's what they're, that's what they're trying to break you down, right? They're yeah, trying to break you down. It. So they bring everybody inside. You're in the bay. And it is 22 beds this side, 22 beds that side. It's the prettiest, shiniest floor you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And every bed will bounce a floor if you just pop it. They're all high wait, and wait, Your beds were already made? Wait, what? Oh, sorry. We got you in the Air Force. We were in the Air Force. <laughs> oh, no. They showed you what it looked like. And yeah. then they ripped the room apart they threw every bed they threw every mattress they threw every locker and then looked at you and said put it all back oh shit and then as soon as you put it all back they said great get undressed go take a shower shave every hair off your face and get ready to go to sleep so that was like my mother when i tried to make the bed if i didn't do it right she'd rip everything (laughs) off and have me do it again we had dudes so scared they're shaving their eyebrows (laughs) people were freaked out uh we had this one kid named red skelton and we all adopted Red because he was just a short boy with red hair from Kansas. And he, everybody just felt for Red. But his very first day, the drill instructor said, you see that number on your locker? Put your nose on that number on your locker. So you had to grab the top of that locker and start putting mm-hmm. your nose on that number. Well, Red was all of five <laughs> foot six. Hanging. He was hanging. So the drill instructor walked up grabbed him by the scruff, and slammed his nose right into the number. And Red never got off that number. He was wow. locked right there. But yeah, it, it was a big intimidation factor. But uh, that quickly calmed down. Um, first thing the Air Force does is put a book in your hand. This is your Bible. You don't do anything that's not in that book. Don't If it ain't in that book, you shouldn't be doing it. Yep. That kind of thing. Um, that takes about two weeks, and then you quickly learn how to break the rules that they're not going to mind you breaking like... Mm using better grade polish on the floor. The stuff the military gave you doesn't polish the floor unless you spend hours at it. Mm-hmm. But you go down to the PX. Yeah. By their floor Which was it? You look at Johnson's. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. You, you light it on fire yep. and then yep. pour it. So you all learn the cheats. And uh, we were talking about it earlier. Everybody gets around through yep. KP. Everybody gets around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in the Air Force, burning drums of shit is a thing. Um, they put those things everywhere in the training building. No, they don't no, bother putting in toilets. Man, everybody says the Air Force is so fancy. Not with their shit. No, they like to just but, burn it in place, man. I'll tell you a story. My 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 one and only story about about the Air Force, and it wasn't. It's not a direct story. So we were we were Second Armored Division forward, which Second Armored Division is out of Fort Hood, and yeah. so we would get guys flying in from Fort Hood, and they you know they tell the story of the three barracks, all built at the same time, all exactly the same. And the army was in the two outside ones. Nobody was using the inside one for for a while. And so the air force is going to come use it. They came in, brought, put in cable in every room, put in carpet, <laughs> put in phones in every single room. Yeah. And it's like, and they gave them BAQ because the barracks still weren't up to standards. And right. the army guys were like, "What the fuck are they complaining about?" As they're buffing the floor. We did a lot of classroom instruction in the Navy and boot camp, and I'll never forget the one time that we we're probably there for. Maybe going into our second week, right? And and we were, I can't remember what class we were in, what we were doing, but there was this uh, Master Chief Petty Officer, what you guys would call it, what, uh, a Master Sergeant? Chief Master Sergeant. Yeah, yeah. Chief Master Sergeant. So, yeah, E8, e right? That's a Master Seven, Sergeant. Seven, eight, E9, E9. Oh, Chief that's, Master Sergeant. Yeah, Chief that's, Master Sergeant. That's first Sergeant. And so um, he was he was the guy that was teaching the class that day. And so we sat there and he's like, he's like, all right, welcome. So, you know, he introduces himself, what we're going to talk about. He's like, how many, how many of you guys out there have girlfriends back at home? <laughs> you know, and everyone's like, you know, raising their hand. Like, he's like, all right, now, I want you all just to close your eyes and just sit back and think about your girlfriend laying on the bed. She's naked. She's missing you. 
and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, yeah, everyone's smiling. He goes, now think about this guy named Jody. He's in bed with her. And he's fucking the shit out of her. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, and everyone was like, oh, man, he's fucking here, dude. <laughs> because that's what they call jo- everyone. Everyone that, That's the Air Force 2, Jody, right? Oh, Jody, yeah. Jody's, yeah. The guy yeah. Jody's Jody. Jody's the guy that's Jody banging your girl when you're, when you're overseas. Yep. or out, Jody out done you wrong, yeah. man. So. Hey, let me ask you this about the classes, because surprisingly, even in the infantry, we did a lot of classes. You know, here's how you set up Claymore. We'd sit in class and, and learn it. Was and it go, audiobooks? Uh, no, they would do demonstrations. <laughs> we got to play with inert minds and shit, you know. Did you but, have but, to point at the special place on the wall? The Claymore say front towards the enemy on them, so you know which way to point them. They're very idiot-proof, I have Now, to now again, this is Army, not Marines. <laughs> Enough said. Okay. Enough said. <laughs> But we always had the problem when we were in classes. The drill started warning us about getting the monkey on your back. You, all, you, you have that? Mm-mm. So the monkey on the back is because the classes are so riveting, you start to nod off. Oh, and yeah. The monkey would be pushing your head down. And, and they, they would warn you. Like, you get the monkey on your back, go stand in the back. Yeah. Better you decide to go stand in the back than me have to make you go stand in the back. Right. <clears throat> so I just wonder if you had that also. No. The I, monkey on your back. No, we don't, I don't think, I don't remember ever hearing that terminology, that, but. But if you did fall asleep in class, you oh, get, yeah, yeah. it no wasn't way. a good thing. Yeah. It wasn't good. And um, and like I just remember like if one person fucked up, they they, they oh, yeah. punished the whole company, right? Oh yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. And um and and because you were not gonna be right. fucked up for the whole company. And you yeah. talk about like you beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've seen I've seen it happen more than one. I helped. And, and yeah. And there was this one guy that he, he his rack was always fucked up in the morning. His <laughs> shit one. wasn't folded properly. Everything yeah. else and. And the whole, I think, was it, was it Full Metal Jacket when they put the yeah, soap in the, soap the, the that's exactly. a real thing, man. That legitimately happened. We didn't go that bad, but they put the joke, the soap. They put the soap in, in, a, in a pillowcase. In a pillowcase. And then oh, everybody yeah, came to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we were, we were. Yeah, uh, you remember that scene, bro? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're holding them down with a blanket. Yeah, 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 and two yeah. guys True story, man. True story. Seen it happen. Because some dudes are idiots. step away from that with a guy. Well, you know, when, so, but then, so. And then when they punish you, it's usually some type of physical punishment, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so when you're when you worked all day long or did all this, and then some guy screws up again, and then the whole company has to go do punishment exercises, yeah. it doesn't make at, a lot of people okay. Happy. So ten thirty at night, <laughs> exactly. So this was a not a long time ago, but this was you know decades ago or whatever. How do they do it now? Uh, so wussies in that. Well, you weren't really supposed to do it back then either, right? I mean, I well, mean, the happened. It was an unwritten. Everybody, did, I don't know. I get the impression that they paint the military as a bunch of, you know, hairy knuckled dragon, you know, maroons. My drill instructor was a very, very short Puerto Rican girl. That was my DI, and she was vicious. She ran 44 men like they were her bitches for 12 weeks. And heaven forbid another drill instructor came in and tried to, to run us while she was gone. We'd march him into the ground because she had such a smart little yeah. mark. They were like, God, y'all march me fucking so fast. Slow. <laughs> I mean, everybody would complain about it. Do you know uh, any Spanish? First... What's that? Do you know any Spanish? I, I can hable español. Well, you talked earlier about them tossing the barracks, right? Yeah. So that happened multiple times, too. As well, like, but we, I remember we were on the second floor in our Jeez barracks. got caught with a pack of smokes. Oh, dude, dude, I got they ripped everybody's lockers, bunks, 
see everything was ripped to within an inch of its life and they all pointed at that one guy and said, yep. blame that fucker, right? So they, we were on the second floor. Dude, they were throwing mattresses, everything in your in your locker was out the windows. Yep. Dude, it was, And they gave us an, literally one hour to to go down there, get all your stuff and have it all folded properly to spec and everything else. It was it was insane. Sorry. That doesn't sound like a productive use of time. So, oh, dude, so, you would not realize how no. quickly men learn to work together. <laughs> yeah. When so, they think they're got to get their ass beat. When you have the wrath of, of like you know eighty other guys on you, and you keep fucking up, it's you're either gonna learn not to fuck up, or you're not you're not gonna make it. I, I had some phenomenal drill sergeants. Yeah. Like, like I said, at, at the end of, of notch. AIT before I went to Mike school, um, I got to spend like two weeks with them, and and they broke down a lot of what they were, what they did, mm-hmm. and what they do every time. And so the whole throwing the tossing the room, everything mm-hmm. else, it it is literally to get everyone mad at them because you have a common enemy so everybody's pissed at the drill sergeant because the drill sergeant's the asshole again if there's one there's one fuck up in, in the in the platoon you know that that takes the uh the uh your sight that way but you you learn to work together to beat that fuck, fuck. yeah to, <laughs> to fuck the drill well, sergeant do you guys try to raise that one idiot that can't oh yes up. oh well, no you have we, to we, oh, we yeah. did you we, have we, to we did this, like i said we adopted red yeah. because he was going to mm-hmm. hold everybody Our, back our our guy couldn't march, yeah. and it's kind of a big deal in the army to march. And so we, you know, there were like six of us that would sit there and do drill with him whenever there was a break to get the guy. He couldn't he couldn't pivot on. He always pivot on the wrong foot. You know, you you do Colin right, you go turn right. He would pivot on the wrong foot every time. So you know, we would actually sit there and work with him. You know, and that will screw the whole thing up. Like one person oh, in the yeah. middle fucks up. It's, yeah. it's, you got people tripping on each other. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah. And again, you you got the guys who don't know the right from the left. <laughs> Now, he was talking earlier about the marching. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I was a squad leader and got singled out from you know, teaching guys how to march, mm-hmm. you know, moving them around. And we would do a regimental command, change of command. I only did one. That was basic. We That's had insane. eight flights, 44 men in each flight. And these drill instructors are just making calls, you know, um, Spread three. And it, I can't even remember. Yeah, it's not even column weeks. right anymore. Yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah. They've yeah. got all these calls. Different they are terms. Marching them around, planting them in places. It's impressive the way they learn how to move mm-hmm. men around. And this, these are, you know, the youngest recruits that they have. Once they actually get you trained up and learn how to do some coordinated tactics, Americans are the most lethal sons of bitches on the planet. We will bring the hurt to you hard. Yeah, we did a lot of drilling with rifles and stuff yeah. like, and, and I never understood. Like, yeah, we don't well, carry guns in the navy. Our, our, the, the, the regimental change, change, change of command that that I did, we there was a twenty-one step movement to fix bayonets, and for yeah. that level, you have to have fixed bayonets. I don't know why, so we're standing out of attention with fixed bayonets. And the thing is, is you know, we they, they teach you when you stand out of attention not to lock your knees. Yeah, blah 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 blah. blah. But we're out in the sun. At four, <laughs> you see people dropping. Oh yeah. Well. That's normal. This is and, Central Texas. It's hot out <laughs> here, guys. So, Can we finish this up, please? Yeah, the problem is, is you got bayonets. So yeah. now you got your rifle slung with a bayonet. If you fall forward, you're stabbing the guy. So it's literally, you know, they, they all the drill sergeants tell us, you go, okay, so you got to watch the guy in front of you the whole time. If he starts to fall, you grab the handle of the weapon. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And you would hold the weapon, and he'd just drop out in, in the weapon. And then you hand the weapon back to the guy behind you, and then you pick up the guy on the ground and pass him back, and then you step forward to fill in the blank. Fill in so the in, in boot camp, I was squad leader for exactly two days. <laughs> <laughs> I had a week. Hold on, I had a story. week. You don't get the job for two days. 
shine your boots because I didn't. No, so um, so we when we were marching around base and everything as a company, every squad leader held their held the flag, right? So you marched with the flag, and I told you it was in a it was the middle of winter, snowing and everything, and like I I lived in Florida my whole life, never seen snow at right. all. Didn't know how to walk on it, deal with it. Didn't know about the black ice underneath the snow. <laughs> and so you know how that when you're walking down the sidewalks or whatever on on, on the mill on on Great Lakes, all the sidewalks were big enough for companies to march down, right? So right. it wasn't like a normal sidewalk in civilian. Like, it was like it was enough for a six column like you know walk. So we're going down, and so um we're walking, we're like you know marching, doing all everything, and um we go to like cross the street. And you know how it like angles down to meet the level of the street and then comes back up. So we're marching and then I go and I, and there was ice underneath the snow and I just my foot just went my right foot went out in front of me and I fall back and I crack the dude in the head behind oh. me on his forehead. <laughs> He's gotta get nine stitches on his forehead because I crack this head open. And yeah, that's how I lost it. With, with the guide on. <laughs> right. And then of course what then we all had to go to PT afterwards because of course we're a bunch of eighteen year old kids and we're everyone's laughing their ass off because almost the whole entire company fell down behind us. Yeah. And we're all laughing and oh that was not good. They they weren't happy with us. Yeah, yeah, when again northern Germany we come we come out, <laughs> we're gonna do PT. First sergeant we're gonna do PT. It's freaking you know, we're in northern Germany, it's probably six degrees, if not negative already. And uh so we come out of the out of the barracks parking lot and you know, column right, double time, and we're on top of a hill and the Burger King's at the bottom of the hill. The entire company down, sliding down the hill <laughs> on their ass. <laughs> you know, the space first. I mean, it's, it's, the, the entire road is black ice. And uh, the first one is, all right, get, everybody get up, fall in, fall in. And it, you, you can't stand up. And he's like, okay. Everybody fall down. Every, every, everybody get, get get up the hill. Just you know, get, however you can, get up the fucking hill. We're done. No, right. no PT this morning. Fall out. So the other thing about boot camp, too, we talked about haircuts earlier. Yeah. So, um, we, when you first get there, you go through all this stuff. You have to take the P test and fill out all your paperwork and all that crap, right? And then, because we got there at like three o'clock in the morning, so we're Always. doing all this Same stuff here. and all that kind of stuff. And um, so I remember the next day we go to breakfast and we're all still in our civvies, right? Yep. And so we go to breakfast to go to chow hall. Of course, everyone's like looking at you because you're the new guys walking in. And you got hair, you yep. freak. So after that, we go and we start doing our stuff, like you know go get your toothbrush and uniforms yeah, and blah, blah, blah. And then we went and got our haircut. I told you a story where like, you know, I, yeah. like whatever. And I'm like a smart ass. Like, and so, but I never forget, like I had been hanging out with like a group of like eight guys. We all flew from Miami together and like we had met there and flew. And after we got our haircut, I didn't you know recognize I couldn't recognize anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like looking for my friends. Like, where's everybody at? I'm right like, here, man. Like, no, no one knew who anybody was. Bald? Yeah, we're hard to recognize. Right, right. Yeah, go ahead. Tell them whatever you want. So, so same thing. You, you, you get there the first day. It's always three in the morning. You got to end process. You go, you go to the uh, amnesty. Yeah. Room. So you go, you go in the amnesty room, and any contraband you have, it has. Yeah. You can't have any written material. You can't have any drugs. You can't have anything. You know, in my turn, you know, I don't have anything. I walk in there, people throw papers away. You know, just throwing newspapers away and everything. I'm like, shit, I ain't got anything. Um, Can I tell you a secret? The cops keep all that shit. No, I, 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 I believe you know. There's packets of cigarettes. Yeah. You know, there, there's stuff you aren't cigarettes. supposed to have. It's all the contraband. Oh man. yeah, it, no, it's right in the cops' pocket. <laughs> Nudie Trust magazines, me. all the good yeah. stuff back in the day. But uh, so so we go and again, it's three in the morning. We get off the bus from the airport and everything. And and the uh, it wasn't even a drill sergeant. It was an processor guy. And he's he's going okay. So we're gonna bed you in this barracks. We aren't even at basic training. We had to get on the cattle cars, which was a whole another story. Um, to go to basic, so it's like our first night in in the in processing center. And it's like, 
The guy goes, okay. So I'm going to put you all in here. Everybody's assigned a bunk, everything. I don't see any 77s tonight. And everybody's going, 77? <laughs> what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, I don't know 77? is like 69, but it's with two guys instead of a guy and a girl. Oh. <laughs> and everyone loses it. He's like, why are you all laughing? You're going to get a position of attention, guy, when I'm talking to you. Oh, so funny. So then we got to practice again how to stand in prison center of attention. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I told you I had a very short uh, Puerto Rican drill instructor. Mm-hmm. The mail call was always a huge thing. Oh, it huge. Always is. Right? Huge. And not, not I don't nowadays. know what, if she got her rocks off or what, but she loved doing it at 7.30 p.m. with us all in our underwear sitting in always, the yeah, right. style. So we're all fairly bald, but it's most of it's starting to grow back to a nice little fuzz about mm-hmm. what you got on your head right now, Chris. Except for one guy. He's sitting there and his hair's not growing back. You always find that one guy. You, know, you shave his head bald and it just don't come vitamins. back. So she's making jokes. Hands him a letter he got from home. And she looks at him like, what's wrong with your hair? You're still fucking bald. <laughs> and he looked, he quick wit looks back at her. He's like, sideburns, man. She's even quicker oh. wit. Looks around the room is like, which well, man? I know it ain't my size, <laughs> motherfucker. Which one of you needs to say something? And I'm like, oh, uh, my God. You brought up the right cigarettes now. early, too. Yeah. So when I when I first, when I joined, I, I'm stupid, but I smoked at the time. And, like a chimney. And, uh, yeah. And so the year I joined, 1988, they passed the law. July 1st of that year was the first year you couldn't smoke in yep. boot camp, right? Exactly. I think it was all of them. I was in boot and camp I remember, when they did it. So this is how long ago it was. We flew from Miami, and you, let's be you could smoke in the back of the plane, yeah, right? Plane. So we're all in the back of the plane, dude. I must have had like, I must have smoked five packs of cigarettes from Miami to Chicago, and we're even smoking cigarettes on the bus from yep. Chicago to the base and and everything else. And so, um, of course, you have to quit because you can't get yeah. cigarettes anywhere. But one of my buddies from high school, God rest his soul, Chad Regis, he's passed away now, but. He sent me a letter and he put like, he had like flattened two cigarettes in there and like put it in the letter. And of course they <laughs> caught it. Yeah. And of course I got in trouble for that. And I had to go to like PT that afternoon or whatever, because was it, your fault? it was not even my fault. I didn't ask for it, but he sent it to me anyway. You've so. got crappy friends. I do. Sir. Well, he thought he was doing me a favor. He didn't know I was going to get Did you ever have anybody write all of the envelope? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was in the Air Force. I was an airman and my mom would send letters to PFC Slavin. One, she gave me a promotion. Private first class is nothing like a private. <laughs> um, and I was in the Air Force. So when it came for someone in the Army, my drill instructor would not give me the freaking letter because it was obviously dressed not yours, the wrong person. Right? Exactly. <laughs> You're going to need to get letters sent to the right person. How long does it take to get a letter from U.S. to wherever you guys were, Germany, Kandahar? A couple weeks. Uh, depended on the war. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. But now, it, I guess probably probably so, better now. Logistics are probably better now. Oh, and now, now it's all fact, emails. Well, that's a whole other topic if y'all want to go into yeah. what it was like to go to war with George W. Bush. I highly recommend the food. <laughs> it's fabulous. Lobster on Friday with your steak. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. Steak what lobster. do you guys think about seeing MREs in the fucking sandstorms, dude? No. <laughs> no. Pause. That was on the fob. When you're out and about, yeah, you're eating sea rats and fucking MREs, man. It sucks. In but... the Navy, like, so. Shut up. Um, out at sea, the best the best meal to do is breakfast. One, because everyone's trying to sleep in. No yeah. one's there because we would always have to wait sometimes 30 minutes, 45 minutes just to, to eat because the, the galley and everything wasn't that big on the ship that we were on. So that was like, I would always get up and eat like a really, really nice breakfast and then skip lunch and then probably eat dinner later it's on. It's also so hard to mess up eggs. Well, I mean, I guess, but it, they were good. 
they were good. Yeah. Again, being the Would, one that paid attention to the recruiter in the Air Force, we have four-star <laughs> dining. Oh, so, so my, I'm my, sure you've all experienced it occasionally when you come to our base and drool. Yeah, my, my, my students ask me, you know, what, what should I want to do this? I'm like, well, you want to be the first one there? You want to be the badass? Join the Marines. You, you, want, a, you want a job and have multiple choices of what you can do? Join, join the Army. You want to see the world? Go in the Navy. You going to make a career out of it? Go in the Air Force. Yeah, absolutely. You'll sleep in a bed every night. You'll, you won't be cold every no, night. No, no, yeah, no. Well, no. no. Oh, no, no. Not all the time. Airport you join, so right, right, you. right. Thank you. There's but, a whole lot of hard charging sons of bitches. In I, that I, yeah, not taking away anything. This guy just anybody. referred to the cooks in the Air Force as chefs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? And we, lobster. We, we call them mess specialists for a reason. Because whatever they cooked was a fucking mess. <laughs> we call them cooks. star Michelin rated chefs. But hey, I will tell you, man, like, if you're out in the fleet, the best guys to be friends with are... We call them shore patrol, yeah. military police. Yep. You guys, um, those guys, awesome to be good friends with, and and the mess specialists are cooks, man. Because I can't tell you how many times we come back to the ship, like important or whatever, and like just be drunk and like, oh man, I'm hungry. You go wake somebody, go, hey Smitty, get out of there. He go make a sandwich and shit. We don't give him money and stuff. Now Paul does a very good drunk breakfast, but <laughs> one of the best parts about being a cop was midnight chow. Yeah, mid-rats. Going to eat as a cop is a thing. You get your own special table with a mm. nice little gun rack. It's close to the door. You can see everything happening. And they know you. So you walk up there and, yeah, I'd like a five-egg omelet with ham and cheese. Throw a little bit of tomato. But it, every day it's weight life. Yep. It's like clockwork. Breakfast yep. was the most beautiful part of Chow Hall. Yeah, you you knew who to, to try to be chummy with and friendly with, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, because... Everyone had like a little connection, you know, that you could do. And there was always, did you guys have a, a command loan shark? Did you ever like, would like do payday stakes or payday loans or whatever? No, like 10 for 20, yeah. 20 for 30. Oh, we, that was rampant in the Navy, especially when we'd be out at sea for like yeah. going on a six month cruise. Cause most of the guys would send like, it was usually like the higher ups, right? That had family back home where almost like, like 95% of their check is going home. They might be get they might get 30 bucks a check, right? Then they have that's what they're using to spend. So they would run, so there would be people that would do like it was common to do like 20 for four, 20 for 30, yeah. 10 for 20, shit like that. And it was like you you expected to get paid back. And it was totally legal. You can get yeah. court martial for yeah, captain's passport, but a few things like that, yeah. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. You would think it would be the younger people that are doing it, it would be all the higher all the high enlisted guys that were borrowing money kids, from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the better lessons I learned in the military, and it had absolutely nothing to do with the military, um, was the first time I went to Atlantic City. I went to Atlantic City and gambled my way through a month's worth of pay in two days, had to call my commanding officer and beg bus fare <laughs> back to base <laughs> so I wouldn't be marked AWOL. And wow. I still showed up Monday morning at 8 when I was supposed to be there midnight by midnight Sunday, so I had to work a month of Sundays, um, which meant you didn't get a day off for a month. Did you guys call it extra duty in the Air Force? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah, another interesting thing you guys know is you meet all kinds. Yeah. And uh, I've always I've always told this story that you know we we hit Germany and and they had just started uh, direct deposit, mm -hmm. and so you had to get a an account at at Navy. Credit union. That, uh -huh. was, that was the one in, in the bases in Germany, and uh, so you, and they warned everybody, get a savings account, go get go get checking account, get a savings account. Well, you know, I I grew up with a checking account. I had a job, you know, when I was in in high school and everything else. But yet, you meet people who've never had a bank account in their mm -hmm. lives and everything yep. else. 
and you know we all had giant stereos because you buy the px no, no tax you put on <laughs> yeah. layaway for a couple months and yep. you buy pieces of equipment you know pioneer and everything else and uh but you'd have these guys who would bounce you know fifteen hundred dollars in checks to the px and and they would get called and down to the first sergeant's office and literally a guy said you know what do you mean i'm out of money i still have checks i don't understand what you're saying uh, <laughs> that's not how it works dude <laughs> you gotta have money to and, that, and that's why that guy was in the army <laughs> yeah thank yeah. you yeah, not marines again it's not the fucking marines <laughs> started this we had i had the pacific on and then it started triggering and it I was wasn't like, triggering me. well no it, it, uh, it could have that was really smart for this episode yeah, by the well, way. i figured <laughs> so then i said well let's put seinfeld on so i put seinfeld so on. just the opening of, of uh saving private ryan that's, that's yeah that was the most intense scene i've ever seen yeah, i've never actually seen it now that we were talking a little bit earlier about smoking on planes back in the day oh, <laughs> and the government used to uh charter planes to take you from Lackland Air Force mm-hmm. Base, Texas, to Fort Dix, New Jersey, uh, for what we called Air Base Ground Defense School. It was basically AIT for Air Force. Um, actually, we got to use all of your trainees as fodder because we'd already had weapons training. We were just killing the shit. Out of them. <laughs> it wasn't um, the infantry guys? <laughs> oh yeah, it was the infantry guys. We were we were smoking you. Uh, it was quite fun, but. Um, Reason for the story is the plane that we took from Lackland Air Force Base, Texas, to Jersey was chartered and had normal, normal uh, stewardesses on it. It was just a standard airline. Was it Hawaiian Airlines? No, I can't. That's who we. That's who we. But we're all up on the plane and we're all smoking our ass off, drinking as much as we can before we land over at uh, Fort Dix. Uh, finally, we land and everybody's on the plane not getting off. We're not listening to anybody. We're all rambunctious. And I watched this very senior NCO walk over to the stewards. She's like, can I borrow your microphone, man? And she's like, yes, sure. She hands him the microphone. Here you go. He's like, I want every slinging maggot on this fucking plane. <laughs> Asses and elbows right now. Grab your shit and just get off. <laughs> and he is screaming profanities like nobody's business into the microphone. Sounds about right. And everybody on the plane gets up, gathers their stuff, <laughs> and walks outside. The stewardess is traumatized. Like, what was that all about? He's like, oh, he just wanted to get our attention and get us off the plane. <laughs> yeah. We weren't paying attention. He'll scream at us some more when we get downstairs. It's so fine. it was inter- So we. We we mentioned chartered, so I we flew when I I told you I met I I met my first ship over in the Indian Ocean, and we flew Hawaiian Airlines was one of the airlines that did, that did that, but we weren't allowed to travel in uniforms. We had to put our yep. military ID and our and our care and our check bags. They didn't if it got That's hijacked because that was day, when, when planes were getting hijacked back then, and if you were a military serviceman. Um, you didn't want to. Um, they didn't want you to have a military ID in your wallet yeah. if they hijacked you and saw that. So it was all every anything military had to be in a check bag in the belly of the plane. Yep. So one of the weirdest things I ever had to do was uh, we were transitioning from Zweibrücken Air Force Base, Germany, to Iraklion Air Station in the middle of Crete. And this was at the time that uh, terrorism was hopping in Athens. We had an air base that had been attacked by terrorists uh, in Athens, and I was moving my 18-month-old daughter and. 21-year-old wife right through the middle of all of it. And they're like, yeah, you really need to tamp down on speaking English when you're in public. Don't wear bright clothes. Don't Just don't act too American, you know? Right. Kind of be American yeah, yeah. light. And we're like, okay, what the hell am I getting my kids into here? 
it was a it, so, it was a different time man I've, 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 we're about out of time on yeah, this topic okay so we're gonna come back yeah. in just a couple minutes after right. a word from our sponsors um the bikini sponsor yeah when she comes back uh we're gonna talk about war movies military movies i like her puffy Put a few more in the ground, I'm on to the maker and he'll settle on. 